not a problem. I remember when I was in community college. So, I mean, I definitely understand. It's uh, it's quite a, it can be kind of daunting just figuring out what are the next steps. Yeah, definitely. So really appreciate you have you here um, for our alumni insights panel. Um, so first off, first off, um, would you like to give us a brief introduction about yourself, like um, your major and like the community college that you went to, which is IBC in this case, but and your current university and like your career goals? Um, let's see, I'm, uh, my name is David Brown. I'm a, um, originally from Orange County. I grew up in Irvine. Um, I went to IVC. Um, I started off there and then I transferred 2018 to Cal Poly Pomona one of the two uh, polytechnic uh, CSUs in uh, the state of California. My major is computer science and um, I'm an ex-NASA intern. Oh. And I'm currently finishing up my second to last semester before I graduate. Oh, wow. Great, awesome. Um, so like, I want to ask about the NASA um, intern, but like before going into that, uh, I want to talk about your college life at IVC first. Um, so like, what are some of the classes that um, you took at IVC and like which classes have helped you the most with your current path that you would recommend all students of your major to take? Well, let's see. Um, my major was computer science. This is ultimately gonna vary between whatever major that you choose. Mm -hmm. But I definitely would say that for all of them. Uh, I don't know if they're still uh, there, but I hope. Um, definitely Carolina Casoy's um, Intro to PC Applications. It's a great experience and I learned how to format a lot of Word documents, set up PowerPoints, format Excel. It was a good experience and it's still used. I still use a lot of what I learned from there. Oh, wow. That and um, Stress management from uh, Jasmine da uh, Dew or Dow, I believe. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing the name right. If she still offers it, it's a great class, and she's a really great professor. And I always enjoy my conversations with her. Same thing with uh, Professor Kasoy as well. Yeah, um, thank you so much. Um, so, like, um, I'm. I read about an article um, where written by IVC about the um, intern that you, um, about the internship at NASA where you worked at. Um, so like, and you did mention Professor, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, um, Kasoy a lot. Um, so like, I just want to talk about like, um, who were like some of the professors you connected the most with at IVC and like would recommend other students to take like some and then like also um, how you were able to connect with them and how did they help you down the line professionally? Like, um, For the uh, professors, um, I merely just connected with them going to classes. I didn't really have any other extracurriculars besides speech and, uh, speech and debate and Model UN, which I'm grateful for what I gained from those too. Um, these professors definitely helped me out and I definitely encourage people for all the classes that you take. Mm -hmm. Really um, don't just do well, but also connect with uh, your professors because that can unlock a lot of doors. Like um, uh, Kasoy was able to be a letter of recommendation for a, um, for a community college program for people interested in NASA. And I feel like that's what ultimately got me through the door. Yeah, I, I know, I kind of like read that you mentioned about it, like, which was really cool. And I think like, you said something important, like a lot of students just like, when they attend class, they just like take the class and then after that go back home without really trying to connect with the professors. So um, I think that's really important to connect with professors and like, and like you talked about um, extracurricular activities, which is um, United Nations and one other stuff. So like, what do you students, what do you recommend students to participate in? And like any tips? 
that is that's an interesting one. Ultimately, it's going to be dependent upon your interests and your majors. Mm-hmm. Like, even though that speech and debate and model UN weren't necessarily related to my major, they were able to give me sort of the, the tools and skills to be able to uh, format my papers correctly, correctly, be able to have, to be able to encourage logical thoughts, even just being able to organize your thoughts, especially because it can be kind of scary when you're like talking to people, especially during interviews. So being able to have that thought process of going line by line and just being able to expand on what you're doing, like particularly whether it's your resume or your academic achievements, GPA, et cetera, just being able to have good organization um, really matters. And also just being able to articulate and advocate um, for thing, um, for yourself and being able to put your best foot forward. Thank you. Um, yeah, I really think organization skills are really important too. Um, so like, while you were at IVC, like what are some of the resources that you took advantage of that you also recommend other students to do? Let's see. <laughs> Well, for those on the campus in particular, um, aside from your professor's office hours, which really does matter and that really does help, um, there's the um, there's the career center. A lot of the workshops were really useful. Um, let's see what else. I'm missing something here. Um, uh, the Career Center. Um, also, go to all the um, events that are on campus, like uh, the College uh, Career Fair, even like um, even all the uh, people that stop by for like job opportunities, etc. Take advantage of this because you never know where those will lead. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so if like you could like go back to like community college, like what are or like what are some of the things that you would do? Or like, what are some of the things that you wish you did in community college that could have helped you out in the future? I think, I feel like coming into community college, what would definitely help, mm-hmm. or what I would on over again, is have a more concise um, sort of plan oh. of like where, what I wanted to do. One of the big things, like when you're in community college, is try is ultimately just trying to figure out what you're interested in, and sometimes that's actually pretty hard. Yeah. So definitely organ, um, definitely taking advantage of those kind of op- uh, those kind of opportunities. Uh, just understanding what you want to go into, and just putting everything into it. Like go above and beyond. Like not just your classwork. Like go out to local events. There are plenty of like meetups that are around that are very helpful. And if I had done that earlier, I probably, well, it's kind of hard to say, but I feel like at least I would have had a lot more resources going forward to be able to make like the big choices that come once you get to the end of your community college journey or as you're in the middle of it as well. Definitely. Events are really a big thing. Like we should be all um, connecting with people and like networking and stuff while you're in college. And so um, now let's moving on to the transfer process. Um, which universities did you apply and like what were the results? Which universities did I apply to? Yeah. There, there are a lot. <laughs> I, uh, oh, and then chose um Cal Poly Pomona sorry to interrupt oh not a problem um the reason why I chose Cal Poly Pomona was because they have a learn by doing uh philosophy and especially if you're in a STEM field one of the things that you really want is that kind of hands-on experience that that um gets you ready for a job an internship or even research and I also liked the area and part of like making connections with like your professors and 
even more so is I had friends that were in the area. So that was probably the big reason I chose it. That and also one of the connections I made from a meetup was able to hook me up with a really cool uh, campus IT job. And that also just opened a lot of doors for me. Oh, right. I, I noticed you mentioned in the, I mean, I saw it on your LinkedIn profile that campus, um, the assist, IT assistant or something like that. Yes, I was, um, I worked in Cal Poly IT um, doing work for the school's high performance computing cluster. So that's, so what that is, is essentially it's like a, um, it's like a uh, one step below a supercomputer. So uh, researchers use them to um, speed up um, parallelized data. Mm -hmm. So that essentially means that they use the cores of your computer to make certain um, operations for your program much faster, especially when you're dealing with a large amount of data and you don't want to wait, like you would rather wait, say 30 minutes as opposed to like four hours. Yeah, definitely. That's, that sounds very cool. Um, like, and also um, another question is to a student of um, your major, what activities would you recommend doing that would help them become a very competitive candidate for transfer admission process? and prepare for a future career path in the field? Ooh, for my major in particular for computer science, mm -hmm. there's a lot of excellent resources that are online. Definitely go above the curriculum. Classes will only, classes and grades will only get you so far. Yeah. What really gets you um, into places is, um, what really gets you into places is being able to network mm -hmm. and like just going to all sorts of events, like go to hackathons, yeah, um, do personal projects, get research opportunities, mm -hmm. like join a startup. Like a lot of those kind of things will give you a much better perception, not just for the transfer process, but even for your first job out of college. Yeah. Like I can definitely say for myself that I took whatever I could get Mm -hmm. So I would do like, in addition to classes I took at IBC, I would go above and beyond and do Udemy, LeetCode. Oh, wow. LeetCode is probably the most important. Mm -hmm. There are jobs that don't require it, but doing LeetCode will solidify a lot of the concepts that you learn in things like data structures. Yeah, definitely. So it's going beyond the classroom and it's also just networking with people. Definitely. And I think that's what really helped me out and was able to like open Again, a lot of doors for me. Great, um, that's awesome to hear. Um, so like what advice would you give to yourself at the beginning of the transfer process? And like, what are some of the key insights that you gained while applying for the transfer that you would want to share to students? One thing I definitely want to share for students mm -hmm. is that your worth as a person is not connected to the college that you get into or the fact that you're, or where you started, whether that be a community college or wherever. Colleges, we often think of colleges a meritocracy, but the reality is there's so much that goes into a decision that's beyond you. And especially for those in like any sort of major, most companies aren't gonna care about what school you go to. They're gonna care more about your body of work and what you did with your time. Yeah. Like a student that went to UCLA, for example, and did absolutely nothing with their time there, took advantage of all they did was party all day. It, they're not gonna get nearly as far as someone who went to like CSU Fullerton, mm -hmm. networked above and beyond with their coursework and really made friends with a lot of their professors. That, potentially leads you to your first job. I think it really is, it really just comes down to like your body of worth as a person mm -hmm. and like to what you do with your body of work and how much time you put in to your college, to like the college experience. Like companies love college students. So like they're more than willing to take you on and train you if you show initiative. And I guess the advice I would give myself really is be calm, be cool, and just accept that some decisions are out of are out of your hands sometimes. And that's that's okay. Yeah, 
I really like what you said about um that like what you do with your time is like the most important like students who goes above and beyond and like network and do everything they can will like succeed in the end so like that's really powerful statement um and like also um I want to move on to our next section which is um focusing more on internships and like career related topics so like um, I saw your LinkedIn profile. Actually, I just talked to you on LinkedIn. But um, so you worked for NASA CPP, I think. Um, so like, would you like to talk about what you did and like, what were your job responsibilities? And like, how did you get involved? And like, yeah. So for, um, I'll start with the uh, start of my, uh, for my um, CS kind of, uh, Career just uh, organizing more effectively. Okay. So I um, had a really great, uh, I made a very good connection through uh, Professor Kasoy with a guy named, uh, with a guy named uh, Eddie Lin, who runs this really great mentorship program. Through there, I was able to connect with a lot of people from like different campuses. And that is what led me to my first internship at a VR startup out in Santa Monica, it was an educational VR startup. From the, the company went under, unfortunately, but I was able to gain a lot of experience and also sort of found what area of computer science I want to go into. Mm -hmm. And from there, I was able to get another sort of like apprenticeship program working at a small startup in Irvine. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, while that startup did tank, I was able to make a lot of friends and I was able to meet some cool people and with that experience and a lot of the classwork, by the time I, and the fact that I was doing a community college uh, program at the time called NCAS, which is the National Community College Aerospace Science. Oh. So I, um, I ended up, like right after I transferred, I ended up doing that program for a week. Mm -hmm. And I really networked very hard with, um, with uh, my, uh, friend with uh, my mentor during the project and he was the one who wrote me the letter of rec that eventually got me my NASA internship oh, wow. but also and what made the difference besides the fact that I had um backing from a uh a NASA mentor mm -hmm. was the fact that I had um VR experience from the VR startup mm -hmm. that I went to I worked at for a little bit I also worked on a, a supercomputer and NASA has a lot of supercomputers so it's all those little things that really build up into one great experience. Yeah. You never know what somewhere's going to take you. Like, never balk at an opportunity if that opportunity, if you think that opportunity can be valuable. And sometimes you just don't know. And honestly, it was all those little experiences that got me to where I was with uh, into NASA and gave me one of the best summers I ever had. Yeah, awesome. That's really amazing um, that you talked about how everything, how every um, opportunity that you took advantage of is like related to the next big opportunity. And like, that's really cool. Um, and also uh, I want, I I remember you mentioned Eddie Lin, like I, I connected with him recently. And then like you said, he offered men mentorship programs? It's mostly a network. Oh. So I was able to meet a really great mentor at UCI. Oh, wow. And he was the one who actually helped me get the uh, job for an uh, uh, IT for the uh, supercomputer at Cal Poly. He made a call to his friend who happened to be uh, the boss that I had. I got a great interview. I had backing. I crushed it and I, I got the job. It was like one of the coolest experiences I had. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so like you also mentioned about the AR VR intern at NASA. So like, could you talk about like what you did and like what were your job responsibilities and stuff like that? Oh, that was a great experience. Uh -huh. One of the things that I did um, was I built uh, mission planning software in virtual reality. So it would simulate uh, the lunar surface and you would go through the simulation and you would carry out tasks that you need that an astronaut or an engineer would need to do on the surface of the moon. It was to train, we were, it was mission planning so that you can plan certain kinds of operations very fast and efficient. Mm -hmm. Because usually during these space missions, you're on the, 
you're on the moon not just to sightsee, but you're there for a purpose, whether it's collecting right. samples or creating the moon base, mm-hmm. or seeing if the moon is made of cheese. You know, one of those, like, it was a joke, I swear. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it was a great, um, it was definitely, I learned a lot from the experience. We used a lot of different libraries. So I used a lot of C++ and C as well as Unreal, as well as the Unreal Engine oh, to wow. simulate like astrophysics and celestial mechanics for uh, planetary body modeling. Oh, wow, that sounds very cool and com- very complicated. Um, so like um, the question I came up with is like, how did you prepare and like which resources did you u- consult for like technical interviews for your past internships? And then like, how did you develop those technical skills and grow efficient? Or like, yeah. And like, what was the interview process? Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> I can definitely say um, the resources that I used primarily was, I just did my own personal projects. Oh, wow. Part of the thing with, um, with uh, computer science is that you'll learn more from doing your own personal projects and just Googling. And not, this is not to knock the classes, but if you really want to take your education far, yeah. doing your own personal projects, contributing open source, mm-hmm. those are the things that will prepare you for the real world as far as like computer science. The other thing that helped was doing a bunch of lead code questions. Because unfortunately, the, the infamous whiteboard interview, those are primary, the data structures and algorithms that you're taught, you will be tested on those. Mm-hmm. So never throw away your notes from any class. And I do mean any class if you think it's useful. Yeah. I still keep my notes from discrete mathematics part one and part two. Oh, wow. I still keep my notes from, from uh, Chan Lok's uh, intro to programming with Python. Oh, wow keep my notes from uh from a lot of different classes even the classes i've been taking at cal poly i i still have all of those notebooks oh wow and I still have the slides saved if i ever need to return to that and for the interview process at nasa i just applied put my letters of reckon mm-hmm. it wasn't even that bad of an interview process oh, really? i got selected and Mostly, it was just a small conversation I had with um, my mentor about my interests and what the, and the project details. And when they told me, and I, I was like, absolutely yes, this is like the coolest thing. And it really was. So never be afraid to really just put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think I was going to get into NASA when I first applied. And after spring break um, two years ago, I just opened up my. Uh, I just opened up my uh, school email and checked and there was the acceptance. Oh, wow. Okay, that's really cool. Um, pretty amazing. So like, um, are there like some challenges like in your workplace or like while you were in- interning that you have to overcome and like just some relevant experience that you would like to share with students to help them prepare better prepare for the field that may until once they enter the workforce? Oh, definitely. <laughs> One of the biggest challenges that I had to deal with, um, my mentor halfway, like partway through, like a fourth of the way, got um, called out to step in as a branch uh, interim head. So I wasn't able to really um, connect with him as much. I think I only saw him uh, for the rest of my period, every like maybe like once or twice a week. So ultimately, from there, so it's a little scary when you're building something that's really amazing and not having a lot of resources. Yeah. So sometimes you got to go out. You got to go back to first principles, obviously. But sometimes you just got to go out and find the resources for yourself, and that usually. Entails like Googling, going to Stack Overflow, going to the forums. Yeah. Like though there's no shame in like Googling like mm-hmm. a software, even a basic one. Like there's no shame in it. Really 
they're not gonna, nobody's gonna balk if you had to like Google like something like how to like turn a 2D array to a 4D array or something like that. They're mostly gonna care about is this is the solution readable? If I push this code into production, is this going to be future proof so that if the API or the language updates, we can still maintain the code with like minimal modifications. It really just, it really comes down to not just being able to believe in yourself, but also just going out there and taking initiative and finding the resources. And luckily for me, there are a lot of resources out there. Yeah, definitely. There are a lot of CSM resources than we think out there. And I also like the point that you talked about, like um, some of the some students are like kind of like reluctant um, to like use or like especially if they're already working, like they they would think like they shouldn't be depending as much on like um, Stack Overflow or like Google or like stuff like that. But actually, we really um, how to say it? it's like really essential. Like you don't need to feel bad about like using or like depending on it. But exactly. There's no shame in asking for help or Googling like a question or anything. The only real shame is if you give up. Like, I know that that sounds really cheesy, but it's, it's true. Like there's no shame in not knowing something. Yeah. Like there, the more I've gone into computer science and just programming, I've realized how little I truly know. You're not gonna know everything in a field, but the thing that you're going to learn from just Googling questions and just like going above and beyond what your education is you're gonna teach yourself how to learn on your own. Like once you leave college and you no longer have like a grade depending on the outcome of something, you're going to retain the skills to learn how to learn. Yeah, great. Um, I really, I really appreciate that you talked about it. Um, I, I feel like we should um, talk more about that. So, so um, and also I read on the article again, I, um, that you did a JavaScript bootcamp or something like that. So like, what are some of the differences between doing a bootcamp and like taking online courses like um, Coursera, Udemy or Udacity and like, which one would you recommend for students and why? That's a good question. For the JavaScript bootcamp, I just happened to discover it um, just by happenstance. There's a, a guy I follow um, on Twitter. He happened to be running this bootcamp. I've used his tutorials before and I like them. Mm -hmm. So I went all in. And the difference between a bootcamp and a regular, and like, a, a, for example, a standard CS class. Mm -hmm. is that a bootcamp is less focused on theory and more focused on the practical, uh, like day-to-day -day kind of tasks that you're going to do. And that may be good for some people. Some things do require an understanding of theory and while theory is important, especially for our field, the practical aspects are a lot more important. Definitely. Because that's what you're primarily going to be testing mm -hmm. and it's what you're going to be doing. Yeah. But also the diff, also for a lot of resources, like again, not all of these are a hundred percent. It's really just looking at what at the resources and just evaluating for self whether that's like reviews or Reddit posts on what is good. Like not every Udemy class is made equal, mm -hmm. so to speak. So you kind of have to be yeah. careful with what you're uh, with yeah. what you're getting. But there are a lot of Udemy classes that really are good at supplementing your education. Mm -hmm. And I think like, if anything, like there are some things that I've learned from a Udemy class or a Microsoft training um, YouTube video that have definitely oh, um, improved my life and definitely just made, made me a much better uh, software engineer. So it really just comes down to just you like evaluating the material and deciding whether or not you want to go all in. I see. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I think that's important because sometimes it can be hard to um, differentiate a little bit. So um, aside from technical 
goes like, what do you think recruiters look for in like internship when applying for internships? Um, definitely clear, um, clarity. Um, they don't, some people really do like to see extracurriculars. Well, me personally, for if I was evaluating someone for a job, extracurriculars would be the last thing in my mind. <laughs> for recruiters, it's a little bit different because they come from a different world than like people in like the hard sciences or the applied sciences, for example. So usually recruiters want, and even a lot of business people like managers, they want people that are affable and friendly. Like, is this the kind of, is this a person that I want to go out on a Friday night to a bar with? <laughs> or like someone I want to get lunch with or someone I want to like, you know, chill and play video games till three in the morning. Yeah. Like being affable and just being friendly mm -hmm. and exerting confidence. Like it's easier said than done. Yeah. But um, those kind of things really do, they don't just make you better. At, well, better is kind of a wrong word for this. They don't make it more efficient to be able to get that job. They make it <laughs> easier for you to stay in that job because a culture fit like a culture fit really does matter at some companies because every company has their own culture and you can be very good at your job, but if you're not happy, you're not going to perform well. So it's really just finding, so it's finding the soft skills and just having the sort of mindset that, um, and having the mindset and personality that fits the culture ultimately. I see culture fit. Um, that's what that that I guess is also very important. Um, so like, what resources and tips would you recommend to students who are struggling to find internships, um, and like how they can differentiate themselves to be able to compete with students from four years universities for the positions, um, like spe like for example, like specific type of technical skills they should be developing or, or like. Um, I don't know, like, what do you think? Oh, definitely. No, there, um, I have a really great story for this. So the second company that I worked for while I was in a community college was ran by a guy who uh, made it very high up the ranks at Zillow as a software engineer. And here's the craziest part. He only had an associate's degree. Oh, like, wow. He didn't have a formal college education. He just went to a, to a boot camp for three months Oh, wow. And he was already very high up in the chain of command. And he was one of the people that really taught me a lot about the software engineering process. So your degree may not necessarily matter as much as the time you're willing to put in to your field of study. And that doesn't just apply to CS or even engineering. It applies to every field that you're going into. And I think for the kind of skills that people are looking for, particularly look at what's trending as far as like technology and see, okay, am I like, for example, go like, what cloud uh, service provider should I go with? Should I go with Oracle or AWS? What am, what am I seeing on the frequency of jobs that I'm seeing? Also, um, aside from like, just those kind of tutorials to learn those skills, Go to hackathons. You can network a lot at hackathons. There are a lot of companies that send their reps to hackathons, and some even have like uh, prizes where you get to be interviewed by um, by Facebook. Oh wow! And like other sort of like companies, like hackathons are going to teach you a lot, and those kind of competitions are going to really not just teach you a lot about what it goes into developing an app or a piece of software. You're also going to like make a lot of really cool friends in it. Mm -hmm. and, and those can make the difference whether or not you get a referral to somewhere like a Microsoft or an Apple or, or a JPL. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. so, sorry. Sorry, no, I mean, go ahead. So for like, um, so it's really like networking will definitely differentiate you as well and if you're really and if you're likable and just happen to be in the right place at the right time with a um with a recruiter or a manager that might make the difference whether or not you get like uh an interview and that 
ultimately a referral will beat out like anybody who's like cold applied, even the most skilled applicant. Like if you're able to just like network and just meet the right people or just demonstrate, this is my skill set. This is what I can do for you. I see. I see. And I also noticed that you had like two internships while you were in IVC. Yeah, those were the uh, two startups. I, um, I, my professor at the time, uh, Professor Hawkwald, uh, for one of them, literally announced to the class that there was like a, um, that there was a local startup that was looking um, for IBC students at the time, oh, wow. or students from local community college. Oh, wow. And so I, um, I just went for it. I signed up and I met um, a really, I met some really cool people. I learned a lot. Oh, wow. And it really just, it's taking advantage of those opportunities. Even if you don't think it could get anywhere, you don't really know that until like much later on. Like I didn't think the VR studio would be the thing that got me into NASA. Yeah. Be one of the big things that got me into NASA. So it's like really take advantage of the, of the resources, job posts, even college events. And by the way, Another thing too, I don't know how much trouble I'm going to get in saying this. You can also sneak into other colleges career fairs as well. I actually um, was able to network with someone at IBM just by sneaking into UCI's MBA career fair. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, wow. Okay. How did you um, get away with it? Well, you just gotta look the part. Really. <laughs> First of all, just getting into any places, you just gotta look like um, you belong in the same room. So, <laughs> and they really didn't check. So, I mean, like, it's really the kind of tenacity you have to go to uh -huh. to be able to like get into those events. And honestly, crashing other colleges' career fairs that might actually pique some of their interest. I mean, with UCI, they really. I think one of the recruiters even told me that they really respected uh, the lengths I went just to connect. Oh, wow. That's, that's really amazing. Maybe I should consider doing it sometime in the future. Yeah. It's a lot easier in person than it is online. Yeah, yeah true. Thank you. Um, so what are some of the learning resources that you would recommend to students um, on online platforms for CS and like do you have your favorite personal learning platforms or like that you would want to recommend? Let's see personal learning platforms. Udemy uh, is one of them. There are some really good classes. I'm actually currently doing um, a course on preparing for the AWS uh, for one of my AWS certs and also um, a certification for Microsoft Azure. They have a lot of resources, not just for learning programming, but even getting your certifications, which also makes a difference to, um, to recruiters. Actually, probably more so to recruiters than actual engineers, because actual engineers just want to field tested. But um, for recruiters, they love those things. So Udemy's up there. Um, let's see, Coursera. Mm -hmm. Um, they have a lot of really good classes that are taught by um, a lot of like really good professors from a lot of different universities. I mean, I did um, a course, I audited a course from Andrew NG, yeah. the, the AI course. Yeah. And it was one, like, the, it was a very good course and I feel like I got a lot out of it. Plus if you audit it, you don't have to pay anything. Oh, wow. Is it a machine learning course or something like that? Yeah, there's a, she does a machine learning course that's really good as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've kind of heard about it. I should go check out more of his courses. Um, so um, do you have like any, uh, um, any tips for like college students or like transfer students to stand out on like job applications and like resume tips or like um, job interview tips or anything? Um, let's see. Um, for admissions, um, definitely network 
Like if you have a good PA, that's awesome. Even if you don't, you can still network your way in to like places. And even if you don't get in, that uh, new networking with someone there could really open up a lot of doors. I got rejected from UCI, yet my business mentor was the one who got me a really sick job working in IT at the university I got into. So you never really know. Don't ever discard a, a connection just because you didn't get your first goal out of it. As far as like for resumes, describe everything you did. Describe like the technology or the methods that you did. Because there are some jobs, because everything that they say for a job description you may need, but there might be other things on your resume, like small little like quirks mm -hmm. that might set you apart from the other candidates where they're like, oh, wow, he, this person has like this particular skill in VR or machine learning. We mm -hmm. just like, let's interview this guy ASAP. And really just for like, like for the resume as well, don't put lines in your resume. Yeah. yeah, because a line, because most resumes now are rarely ever looked at. They're mostly parsed by a, by a machine. Oh. So make sure that you don't have lines. Otherwise, it may cut off your resume. So it might not scan the full resume. So I, it might not reject you. I see. Also, if you have a website, build a website. Website. Usually for a lot of companies, the first thing they do is they're going to Google your name if you made it past the screening process. So if you have a website, which I'm currently working on, definitely, um, definitely um, use, uh, utilize it because it's a way that you can also show off your skills, your talents, and even like uh, even a little bit of your personality and even some of your hobbies. And it's those personal touches that really do, that really intrigue people and like make a difference, not just in the hiring process, but even like, even in the application process, your personality and who you are also counts. I know it doesn't seem like it, but it does. I mean, we're human beings. We kind of have that need that we might, we want to be able to see ourselves in like others, for example. I see. Thank you so much. Um, those are like really great advice. Um, so for the last um, section, I would like to ask a few questions about your current life at um, Cal Poly Pomona. I'm pretty sure the pen because of the pandemic, you aren't um, you're doing virtual learning. So like, but um, so like, what are some of the resources that you uh, take advantage of? once you got like accepted or like admitted into um, Cal Poly as a transfer student and like what are the first steps that you would recommend for students to do like once they get accepted into a university? One thing, the first thing you wanna do when you get accepted into a university is you wanna celebrate. <laughs> I wanna celebrate because that is a huge achievement okay. in and of itself. So celebrate, but then have a plan. So if your university is not local, figure out where to live. And that's what I would recommend doing over the summer is recommend with, um, find out where you live. Usually like pick a place that's roughly near like a supermarket, pharmacy and gas station. Cause you never like make sure it's near all the essentials and also close to your school. And then once you move out into that area, do a couple of speed runs, like, um, like, so like, let's say you have a class early, drive there. So like over the summer, like once you're in the area, mm -hmm. drive there and sort of plan, sort of just plan what traffic is gonna look like on a normal day, going from the place that you move to, or if you stay within the area to your school, that way, you know, the parking situation yeah true. you'll be able to get parking because there's parking is like the hardest thing in a lot of universities <laughs> especially in the state of california where a majority of them are impacted the other thing is too is research the the kind of campus life the clubs mm -hmm. like i joined a lot of like 
I went to a lot of clubs. In addition to my campus job, which I used to network, I also just went to a ton of campus clubs and I got involved in a lot of projects. Oh, wow. In fact, I think um, the senior project that I'm doing, I got in just because I knew the professor uh, well from a club function. Oh, wow. And um, um, definitely go to your professor's office hours because at a lot of universities, like those professors are the people that may make the difference if you want to get your first, if you get your first job out of college or if you want to go to grad school you're going to need like your professors to vouch for you all right grad school <laughs> yeah definitely are you are you planning to apply to grad school i'm going to work a little bit in industry <laughs> another big secret by the way is that um for those of you who have grad school in mind if you get a job right out of college and you work there for a little, little bit some companies will pay for your um, for your education at a grad school if you want to get a master's oh wow so you may not even have to so you might even be able to go to a really awesome place and not have to pay a dime for uh for a master's degree that that's really one thing that students should um take in, take in account of like that's really a great opportunity um so like um are there like some challenges you face while transitioning from IVC to like Cal Poly as a transfer student? And like, or like, if there are any changes, how you have adapted? Oh, definitely. There were, well, I had to move to an entirely new area, which, you know, was a little terrible, which was a little terrifying, especially if it's an area you don't really visit that often. Yeah. What helped was, is I had friends in the area, which is, also, when you're looking for university, just see where you have family and friends at, because that's also just really great, especially if you're like in a whole new area. But the big challenge was obviously dealing with uh, with LA County traffic. Well, not so much now with COVID, but <laughs> that was sort of the big challenge. And then it's also just getting acquainted with the place you're living in. Mm -hmm. And even just um, the campus, especially if you go to a really big school, <laughs> like it's sometimes just really hard. Sometimes just to make friends, but just yeah. go to like meetups and events. Like, yeah, you really just your experience and a lot of the challenges can be mitigated just by putting yourself out there. Just like you go, oh, there's this event on campus. Go to that event like meet people, I, like even like uh, you mentioned NASA CPP. I, when I first, um, when I first got into Cal Poly, I saw that from a ad that was put out in my student email. Mm -hmm. And first thing I did was I responded and um, I said, hey, um, I'm really interested in this, um, I'm really interested in this event. And um, I went out and um, honestly, there was a, it was like a really cool environment and I made a lot of friends there. A lot of friends that I still talk to even now. Oh, wow. So for a lot of those challenges, you just got to like put yourself out there. And here's the thing I'll say. Bravery is not the absence of fear. We're all afraid of something. Things make us nervous. We're human beings. Yeah. But bravery is having that fear and still putting yourself out there. Still pushing through with your life. I really like what you said. It's amazing. Um, um, and then also, um, like, is it? Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you say something like it cut off for a moment? Oh, uh, no, I'm just saying thank you. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said um, you were talking. So, um, and then also, how competitive is it like to apply for internships or like jobs at Cal Poly? argue that it's fairly competitive really? like and just that isn't just cal poly that's going to be whatever university um that you transfer to there's only a certain allotted amount of slots for like interns so if you're even able to just get one that's a huge deal so one thing as well in that regard is that utilize your resources 
And you just, like, for me especially, I was up against a lot of people that were fairly competitive. Yeah. Like, there are, like, at every university, there are smart people everywhere. So it's, the thing is in that process is don't like, don't not pursue an opportunity just because you don't think you're qualified. You don't know if you're like, if you're not qualified. Like I didn't think I was qualified for NASA and yet I, I got in and I even got invited back. Wow. Also, don't compare yourself to others. It's going to drive you crazy and it's going to just deter you. Yeah. You don't know what's in the mind of the person that who's interviewing you or even the person that's looking over your resume. You just got to put one out, like, like put yourself out there and see what happens. Awesome. I, I really like a lot of the stuff you said, and I'm so glad that to have you here um, today to talk about your experience and give advice to um, IVC students um, who will be watching this recording. So um, other than the topics that we talked about, do you have any other tips or advice that you would like to share or like any other stuff that you would like to talk about that we haven't covered on the final note? Let's see. Um, I definitely would like to add for get involved in campus. Mm -hmm. If anything, rest is important, but also at a university, the other thing aside from like your career prospects, research and grad school is just being able to make friends. Yeah. Like that's probably one of the most important things because having friends like can get you through some pretty rough times. Like we've all had that exam that we may have <laughs> failed or we had like a class that was just brutal and daunting yeah. and I feel like I would not have gone as far as I did if I didn't have the friends and support that I had to encourage me along the way like we're not all like none of us are self-made we have a lot of people in our lives that really make the difference for us they uplift us when we're down they give us opportunity when we don't think there's any I think that for a lot of things is just really it's it's having desire to like improve and i think that's really what you should cultivate it's it's not a matter of credentials at the end of the day it's those moments those hardships and those difficult moments where you say i'm gonna push through mm -hmm. that, those character building moments will get you farther in life than any sort of pedigree or prestige could ever possibly dream of Amazing. Um, that's really um, very insightful. Um, really appreciate you sharing about your experience again. Um, thank you so much for today. Oh, anytime. Yeah, um, then I will stop the recording.